There are people out there in your life that care for you. When you have a mental illness, that word care takes on a whole nother meaning. We're not just talking about somebody that that thinks about you and wonders about you and 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 is uh, aware of you and is kind to you. We're talking about somebody that cares for you and at times is your carer. They are a person, they are people around you, they're your support team, your support network, whatever you like to call it. But they are the people that care for you, your carers. So how do we care for our carers? By definition, a person in care is incapable of taking care of themselves. Now, <laughs> from the outset, it already sounds like I'm, I'm going to get sick of saying the word care. But in this one, it's integral. Because for so often, people with mental illness can be so inward-looking that we forget that there's other people around us that are going through what we're going through. I've said it a few times, mental illness is a team sport. You don't play it by yourself. Those that do invariably give up. So, if you have a carer, how do you care for them? That's what we're going to talk about today on STP. Welcome to Shattered the Podcast. STP is the story of my journey from the depths of mental illness to a place where I could live again. I have said it before, I will say it again, and I'll say it repeatedly. I would not be here if it were not for the fact that my wife has been the person who cares for me. To say that she has saved my life is not an exaggeration in any way, shape, or form. In fact, the thought of her um, keeps me alive at my worst times. Not the fact that I'm going to disappoint her or that I'm going to let her down, but just the fact that I have this wonderful person that thinks I'm wonderful, even though <laughs> I know that I'm not. I've talked about it before. On the day of my suicide attempt, I'm lying in the ambulance, I'm being taken to God knows where, and I realized that I didn't want to die. All I wanted was to be at home with my wife. And that thought has been transformative for me because finally, when my mind says, you need to kill yourself, which it tells me a lot, I can say, no, that's actually not what I want. I want to be at home with my wife. Okay, so here's the tricky part. I owe my wife a debt that I can never, ever, ever repay. I have a wife that has stuck by me, that has tolerated me, that has lived with the very worst parts of me, and she has stayed. Uh, I've said it a, a million times. If she ever came to me and said, you know what, it's too much, I need to go, I couldn't be mad at her. Well, I'd be desperately sad, <laughs> but I would have to understand. I would have to say, you know what, you, you're probably right. You haven't deserved 
to go through the things that you've gone through. You haven't deserved to miss out on the things that you shouldn't have missed out on. You know, being emotionally and mentally crippled, uh, it's impossible to be a provider in the house, to give the out income that would allow your family to enjoy life to the full. And it's not that we don't have an enjoyable life. We do, but there is a lot of things that, you know, my wife talks about with regret, things that we weren't able to do because we haven't had the money or the ability. So I've got this person in my life that is amazing and they are essentially caring for me. And at times I've had to grudgingly admit that, yes, they've been my carer, not my choice. Um, certainly not something they wanted. But how do I, as a person who is struggling, care for the person that is caring for me? And <laughs> it is not easy. Even as I think this, everything I'm going to say is, is, is not enough. It's, it's inadequate to repay uh, their loyalty and their love. But just the fact that they don't even want repayment. So how do we care for them? First off, we need to realize that we make their life hard. You have to be cognizant of that fact. And you can't blame it on your mental illness. You can't say, you know, uh, I'm sad all the time because of my mental illness, so just deal with it. No, you have to have compassion for the person that cares for you and understand that at times you are too much. There will be times when they are mad at you. Uh, sometimes, well, most of the time, quite rightly, but other times in ways that you'll see as being a little bit unfair. But the least that you can do is to forgive those little foibles. Now, I've gotten to a place of gratitude with my wife where um, I don't even see any kind of foibles. She'll come to me and say, oh, you know, I did this today and I'm really sorry. I'm like, I got no idea what you're talking about. Um, having that gratitude, just to be able to say, I know that you've sacrificed a lot, it goes a long way. Now, there's giving them space, giving them opportunity to be themselves, to not care for you, to assure them at some stages that, hey, I'm okay today. You go do something that you want to do. Try to focus on them as much as you can. Try to, you know, when it comes to birthdays, to Christmas, to Valentine's Day, try to go out of your way to do something, something extraordinary for you. And it might be as simple as just making dinner or going out and buying a present. Then, of course, I think the biggest one is to let them know that you are trying in whatever way that takes. Invite them into a session with your doctor. Um, tell them 
I am doing my best to not allow mental illness to ruin my life and your life. My wife has finally begun to tell her story as a carer. And I had to read that story. And it is powerful. And it is just like her. It's impressive. It's understated. It's honest. It's raw. But every time I hear it, every time I read it, I think, why have you stayed with this guy? I would look at somebody else that would put their wife through what I put my wife through, and I would say, you know, you, you, you don't deserve it. She needs to leave you. I might even be a little bit down on her and say, you know, she needs to have more self-respect. But you know what? I can't look at it like that. I have to acknowledge that that's her feelings, that that's what she's been through. And what she's saying is not an implied criticism of me. It, it is just what has happened. So what's my role in, in hearing this, this story is just to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. And, and one thing that she said, because uh, I asked the question, I said, why'd you stay with me? She said, there was always the hope that you would come back to me. That's a powerful statement. She said, when I got hurt, I left for work one guy, came back another. And what made her stay or what was the driving impetus for her to stay was the fact that she could see that I was trying to come back. The good parts of me were were working hard to work through the mental health symptoms which were showing just the worst of me, the anger, the silence, the sometimes the cruelty. Cruelty through inaction, cruelty through, you know, just not being compassionate. So I guess if we're going to wrap all this up in a bow, how do we care for our carers? Well, just like for them, it is not a one-off process. It is not a one and done. It's a constant thank you. It's a constant trying to do my best by her, by pushing myself out of my comfort zone sometimes, to do things I don't want to do, to ensure that maybe I can give her a little bit of joy, a little bit of peace but also just to let her know in every single way that I can that I am trying, that I hate this mental illness, I hate the way that it makes me act at times, and I'm trying. This is a difficult one because I want to put up dot points and I want to do things and I want to have this done neatly and tidily. The fact is that this is real hard to talk about <laughs> and I'm, I'm struggling to get through this one today because every point that I've come up with, everything that I've written down just seems so inadequate to their sacrifice. How do you think you care? I, I want to thank her by just 
saying thank you. Let her know that in whatever way I can, I will try to make our relationship the best that it can be for as long as she'll put up with me. It's a lot harder than I thought. I'm actually probably going to revisit this next week because I want to go through those dot points um, and I want to outline them. So, well, this has been Shattered the Podcast for another week. I appreciate you listening. Please share, subscribe, like, whatever you need, whatever you feel like you could do to help us out. We'd appreciate it. Have a great week. I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for joining us on Shattered the Podcast. I'm Mark. Special thanks to my producer, Meredith Brosnan, and also to Torian, Kevin, and Lorraine. And we can't forget the amazing band Adelaide who let us use their song as our theme. For more information, check us out on all your socials, STP Shattered the Podcast.